You're listening to The Wizard's Nightshirt, episode 21. Welcome to the Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number 21. I'm Rebecca, and here with me are Merman swim coach, Scott. Hello! <laughs> and Montana stunt double, Will. I'm here! <laughs> you, you didn't know I was going to say that, and you were so quick with the impressions. I'm impressed. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing He-Man, Season 1, Episode 11, Masks of Power. Original air date was October 20th, 1983. And in this episode, a man and woman named Aaron and Una are tempted by evil and possessed by a couple of ancient rulers when they put on the Masks of Power. Tila tells viewers to admit their mistakes rather than lying to cover them up. Good lesson. Good lesson. So speaking of swim coaching, I, I took aqua aerobics today. It was. Were you uh, were you the youngest in the class? I think I, <laughs> I, I, I believe so. I've seen aqua zumba before, and you would definitely be the youngest in that class. I believe so. My trainer, whom I adore, like that, I she t- teaches the class, and so every class that she teaches is hard, even if it is aqua aerobics, because you can always work hard, you know. And um, at the end of the the class, she said, "It's a tough crowd." hard to please seniors what's there to not please what what's there oh there was a big drama was she telling a lot of jokes uh well she does you know you have to do banter and like it doesn't maybe go over well maybe it's rewarded with like some grim looks or whatever but no there was a lot to be upset about there was a fan that goes in the pool and the fan wasn't pointed the way that would please the most people (laughs) and there was drama over whether the fan should actually blow it all or whether it would blow too much and over who got the heavier pool noodle and whether they could handle it and there was a lot of tension and drama heavy pool noodles yeah is there is, is there those i i like the i like the water weights that you put they they're, they're they don't weigh yeah. anything but you put them in the water and then they do those? we did have those okay. and so like you know when she's like pick your weight and i'm like they had no water in them i'm like well i want the heaviest ones <laughs> and that was not a mistake but that was a challenge um yeah but the pool noodles they do the same thing too they like get wet in water and so when you have to like go underwater with them and then wrangle them like an octopus then it's it any synchronized movements synchronized swimming movements no no there's no swimming holding holding your breath training as if you had to disarm a bomb underwater no there was none of that that's just that would be a challenge that's just bananas (laughs) okay when i was a lifeguard when i was younger could hold my breath for like almost a minute 45 or so wow that's <laughs> david blaine territory yeah i don't know why i don't know why i pretended that i did i, I got out to about a minute that. i used to do it during class but swimming long distance under the water it would help out a lot but after a certain point your body thinks it's like it's like convulsing yeah <laughs> <laughs> did, did you did you see the other side no 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 no, 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 that. no i never went that long i'll have you know that did the, a young boy come um, up out of the drain and beckon you 
Uh, no. <laughs> I'll have you know that at the gym in our pool area, there is a sign on the wall that says, do no. not hold your breath underwater. Wow. We, we did not have that sign when I was young. Yeah, they tell you not to do it because apparently it's on your mind and they knew it. I didn't know. They get it off your mind, kid. It's like, it's like, it's like, can I fly and how long can I hold my breath? <laughs> my breath. Y'all almost have been born from some space planet underwater that just, you just... I don't even know what's going on here. I, me, I'm from the real world, okay? I'm just, I'm just wrestling with my noodle here. I'm just like the old man of the sea, okay? Now, now that we're all here on the sea, got to get back to the jungle plan. Well, they do. They are driving a yacht, except it's in the sky. Yeah, it's a, it's a double sea do. It's a double ski do in the sky. Yeah, I'm not sure what that thing is called. The first time we saw it, with, Tila took it out of the garage, but I'm not sure what that's called. I keep calling it a sky yacht because it's sort of like the family van for them. I call it a double ski do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a two seater. It is okay. a two seater. And then, because I was like, oh, Orco's with them because I saw them, mm-hmm. the two of them get out. But then I realized later that Orco rides by like holding on to man at arms, like giving them a little hug and yeah. just hanging on and flying, <laughs> which doesn't seem safe, but what do I know? Um, so uh, the question is, do, do you think he could just fly next to them or is they would tire him out? Well, we saw some limits to his power this time. I get, I, he seems to only be able to hover a little bit. It doesn't seem like he's big into high altitudes must require more okay all right i'll agree with that yes yeah, so we're on this jungle planet and if you want to put some words on some closed captioning that are that are going to make me pay attention they're going to get me excited the words robot crow call no robot raven calling that was what was happening there and i was like oh tell me more about those robot <laughs> raven calling I was like, oh, 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 interesting. And apparently it was a spy bot bird of Skeletors. Yeah, he's trying to spy on them because Man-at-Arms, He-Man, and Orko are trying to find the site of... It's the City of the Ancients. The City of the Ancient Ones. Now, yeah. here's a question. So he's Prince Adam when, we, when we're opening, right? And so Skeletor is like surveilling him from the very beginning. So you would think... By accident, even happily looking at the screen or whatever he has to look at, Skeletor would have seen Prince Adam turn to He-Man like a thousand times, <laughs> right? It so depends how on does where he he's not doing know? it. Yeah, I think if it, only if he did that outside. Only if he did it outside. Like he finds like a porta potty or somewhere. He like ducks in to do. He's always ducking behind a column. There's always a conveniently placed column. <laughs> You're like, what's that lightning going to that column for? <laughs> Get over there, Raven. Like. <laughs> No. Also, I, I just want to point out that they found a lost city. They're just like flying around. They're like, and there's a lost city. Sorceress gave him a tip. I oh, hope. that's true. Okay. I bet I feel like her tips can't be all that helpful. Look in the jungle. <laughs> Fly this way. <laughs> the Follow the second star on the right. <laughs> the sorceress said the spirits of the last rulers might be haunting this place. I don't suppose these are... The evil wizard Demos and his witch queen Torella. The last rulers of the city of the angels. Sorceress wants them to find the city because they need to find uh, these masks of power that once belonged to some old rulers, Demos and Torella, and they were bad people. They were bad. She was a witch queen, however. They which... kept saying in, her, in his witch queen. In his witch queen. I'm like, ooh, tell me more. <laughs> this is a title I aspire to. 
But um, when He-Man or um, he's still Prince Adam at this point, it doesn't it doesn't matter. But when Prince Adam says, "It's like we have to uncover this ancient power so we can use it for the good of all," and then I'm just like thinking, is it ever a good idea to uncover an ancient power? Has it ever gone well in any in any book, story, movie, or whatever? It's like I think I'm gonna go uncover this ancient power. This will probably be okay. Well, yeah, well, there's hijinks in between, but it works out in the end usually. For, <laughs> in my experience, with my objects of ancient power, yeah, you do. You, when you, I did it, yes, some evil w- witch comes out when you put the mask on. Yeah, I have a, a hairbrush of an enchanted cow licks, but a lot of people had to die before it started working. <laughs> Yes. Is it, is it is it after you use it, they look at your hair and they die? Or <laughs> I think well, I, I had to name the manner of their death, and then my hair is always always in place. So it's like okay. death note, but for hair. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, and the monkey's paw was just bad business. I knew I was getting into into. Well, bad you do stuff get you get five wishes on that though. Yes. Yeah. And then after the fifth, you're screwed. I feel there was some artifacts of ancient of ancient power in this house when we moved into it because like I feel like there were just some weird old things. You're like, where did that come from? Like, you know, furniture legs just detached, sitting in the attic, dusty, like a child's tricycle, a portrait of a child. I didn't know about the eyes. tricycle. No, I just made that. Oh. <laughs> You're like, oh, really? No. We did have some uh, He-Man uh, blankets, but it was used as a p- painting thing. Yeah, there was. it had been used as a paint drop cloth, and yeah. then so it couldn't... I, I was like, well, I want to make a pillow out of this, but... There was a bird... There was a uh, like an old bird cage, so it either held a bird or a small magic creature. Yeah, who got away? One of those uh, little little uh, sea fairies. Maybe you just couldn't see him. Maybe you guys let him out. Well, Probably. He's in, he's in the attic now. He's been real bored for a long time. Well, mm-hmm. he got spray painted over too. I would have think that that would have. Yeah. He's living up there with all our um, out of date video game consoles right now. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could have took that uh, a CRT TV from uh, work they were giving away for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can play those again. He's 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 up there playing siphon filter for PlayStation One like all day. <laughs> Great game. <laughs> you could taser people from building to building, so you didn't have to use any bullets. Mm. Just like real life. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Skeletor, who are you? My name is Eric. Oh, and I am Una. We have learned much from your warriors. Now we want to prove our worth to you. So back. So so so, so anyway, yeah. Skeletor's looking through the Raven. Mm-hmm. And then they show him in his lair, and he's wondering where Beastman and Evil, Evil Lynn are. Yeah, yeah. He's like, where are they? I did love that. I loved him just complaining about people when they're not here. And then, um, lucky for all of us, we had a couple of evil jobbers show up in their terrible <laughs> outfits. And here's a couple of just bummers from where... Where does Skeletor recruit from? This is what I want to know. Like, did he have, like, ads out somewhere where it's, like, looking for? I just think they showed up at Snake Mountain. They're like, I'm going to show you I'm my worth. Yeah, I think they were just entrepreneurial. I think they just live in the gross part of Eternia because He-Man, at the end of the episode, kept telling us, you're really going to enjoy the bright side of Eternia. They were probably just poor. They probably just didn't know anything but the Snake Mountain side. Well, they could could afford to coordinate outfits. This is Aaron and Una, by Mm -hmm. the way, our underpants jobbers for, for this episode. 
I, I do like how he tries to murder them with, <laughs> with the trap tra- tra- door, and they're like, and and you guys are good, so, uh, okay, you can work for me now. <laughs> Gotta know if they're good people. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> Beastman does that, and he just straight, just straight kills them. <laughs> yeah, that's probably where he is. <laughs> so he's got, he wants to dispatch those two to uh, go where He-Man and his friends are to collect those, uh, those ma- masks of power. or I don't even know if Skeletor knows what they're going after. He just knows it must be good. Yeah, no, he has no clue. I think we've established in this episode that Skeletor doesn't really care what's going on all the time. He's just got to be part of it. He wants more power. Yeah, just, just generally he, more power. He feels like there's going to be more power there. He's not wrong. Marco, can't you ever do anything like a normal alien? Be careful. Okay, yes, yeah, so there's bumbling around trying to find the masks of power or whatever, and we have Man-at-Arms being very snarky to Orko, which I do appreciate. Well, when they cut back in there, he's, he's cooking him up a stew inside the inside the temple. He's like the he's like a perfect scout master. Oh, yeah. He's just like, we're going to make some bug juice and some hobo potatoes. Now, Will, you had a scout master who was the perfect scout master. Yes. Mr. Dawn. Uh-huh. God rest his soul. Uh-huh. He made you guys, like, cook Food when you were when yeah, you were all on the, a, a all the trip. other uh, all the other patrols in our troop got to be lazy and eat pop tarts on paper plates and then <laughs> spend all their time playing. No, not, not the wolf pack. Yeah, though. the wolf pack. He was trying to make no. men out of us. We cooked. You cooked all your meals. And we eat on real dishes like real men, and you learn how to wash your dishes like real men. You're there to learn. You can play it. You can play at home. There's a little time for playing, but there's got to be some extra value. Did, you know, wait, the question is: Did you shoot the rabbit, skin it, <laughs> and then cook it? No, we 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 had to make grocery lists, and okay. he would and he would check them too. The uh, all the other patrols, they make their little grocery list. It'd be like pop tarts, cereal, uh-huh. and we had to have ours balanced when we submitted it to him. Like, where's where's your vegetables? Go back and try again. Those are really good skills. <laughs> Mr. Dawn. There's no ground beef on this one. One. Time, one time I tried to get in the in the bad boys, cool boys patrol, the scorpion patrol. Okay. And because I knew that they were going to be lazy. I and can I was, just tell was, you from their name, that's the evil dojo. You don't want to go there. I was tired of working You don't want to go to scorpion uh, yeah, patrol. I, I get it. You want to eat Pop-Tarts. Do you want to be Wolfpack or scorpion patrol? Those are movie archetype <laughs> names that are one is very good and the other is clearly evil. Okay. Well, they went around the room because mm-hmm. I'd already worked it out with Scorpion Patrol. They're going to let me be in. Mm-mm. So they go around the room. The the scout leader is going around. So what what patrol you in, boy? What patrol? They get to well, what what patrol you in? So, Scorpion Patrol. And Mr. Don leans over to to Jim and he's like, uh uh-uh, uh, Wolf back. Wolf. <laughs> he's in a Wolf right. Patrol. Well, you you want to be in Scorpion Patrol? Put him in Wolf Patrol. That's and I was like, right. no, Mr. Don. They say I'm Scorpion. Uh, well, I'll talk to your daddy. Wolf Patrol. So, <laughs> Mr. Don knew you are Wolf Patrol. You are no Scorpion Pack. He knew that wolf he wanted pack, to keep me scorpion. away. He invested too much into me to have have he me squandered you how to, in how the Scorpion to Patrol. Cook eggs on a plate. I know grown people who can't do that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this is lovingly, lovingly <laughs> dedicated, Mr. Dawn. Bless him. Yeah, he's, Bless he's, that he's man. An awesome Bless his memory. Awesome indeed. Dude. Did you ever call him Man at Arms? <laughs> he should have been. He was a real Man at Arms yeah, type, he was, wasn't he's, he? He's awesome. Yeah. 
so man in arms cooking a dinner. He's cooking a dinner, and and and, and uh, actually, I would say he's been pretty friendly to Orko. He this was time. for a he while. Was, he was kind of sweet. He was helping he him out. Was but then when Orko like messed up as he inevitably is going to. Well, what do I have it written down? The only awful thing I saw was your magic. <laughs> 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 Too. Oh, because oh, Orko saw a vision of, of Demos, right? That he saw like oh, yeah, he was. He, just, he dropped the wow. yeah water on his head. And to, to you know, in fairness to Orko, that's pretty horrifying. He's minding his own business. All of a sudden, ghost head. Ah! Yeah. Ghost head. That make you lose concentration too. Yeah. Because <laughs> before he said like, "Why can't you do anything like a normal alien?" <laughs> he said that too. I was like, "We're just dropping it in casually that Orko is an alien," and I'm like, "Alien to where? Eternia? Where is he from? I don't know." <laughs> just this, these lore things that are just casually being dropped in there, and then um, and that's the same time when Una and Aaron show up. And, yeah, they found um, that they found a secret entrance. Yeah. And they were really like confident about knowing where it was too. Literally one second ago, they had just told Skeletor like, "Uh, that ancient city is lost," and he was like, "No." And you go in here, and there's a secret room. Like, how did he know? He knows it when he sees it. But how did he know about the secret room? Nobody knew that. They just figured it out real fast. Beginner's luck. Beginner's luck. I guess so. Well, after they get no, they they don't they feel the magical draw or something. Oh yeah, I guess they have some kind of magic powers. Yeah, they're they're sorcerers. Yeah, they're sorcery. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't quite sure about their background. They kind of have like a half um, Mayan sort of look that goes with the ancient temple they're going in. I would say Incas. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Sort of an Incan look. Sort of, sort of. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Sort of like almost Native American. I don't know. And they just put some uh, shark teeth around his neck. His his necklace just for good measure too. So yeah, I'm not real quite sure what their deal is, but there's a little bit of magic. So anyway, after they find their way in there, then Prince Adam says he's going to be a looky loo and start spying on them too. I feel the presence of somebody, Father. And then they go they go looking through a little porthole at, at the top at their little business. Hello! Yeah, and so obviously these two dorks instantly see these masks. And uh, of course they want to put these ancient <laughs> masks of power on. And then Prince well, Adam's more like, power. Well, clearly, but more. I'm... More power. You, they haven't seen Halloween 3. That's not a good idea. The, <laughs> no one's seen that movie. It's terrible. I love it. Oh, that's a good one. I love it. His pumpkin head explodes at the end. That's amazing. There's so much. The little there's kid's so head much explodes to love. Oh, birds. sorry. I'm thinking of Jason 3. Not, not oh, Halloween. No, not Halloween. Yeah. yeah, not Halloween. Sorry. Yeah, that's Jay, the that's the. That's a Manhattan one Halloween? where they where the Jason's not actually in it. So far, or is that she 4? Works. I don't know. Whatever. I, I think it's 4. Yeah. Okay. We just watched all those. I don't even remember. I agree. But anyway, it's been it's been a very long time. <laughs> Masks not great. No Your face is going to turn into worms and guts. But they didn't care because they just put them on and instantly turned. They were they were possessed by the spirit of of Demos and Torella. And what did Demos and Torella look like besides amazing? <laughs> amazing? You would say they were amazing? <laughs> oh yeah, they had a great look. They looked like a grandma and grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They were decidedly elderly. Like from, I would say. Uh, Istanbul. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, the, I, I was gonna say they sort of had like an American Gothic look. They're just sort of yes, except plain. They were plain, except Torella was she was uh, buxom. 
She was <laughs> yeah. she was matronly, but she just had like a pear on her. She was very she was very crone like in the jowls, but then she just had this glorious figure in this blue dress that was like cut like with like these big full skirts and maybe, she had a maybe scowl. It was, the, it was the belt that was making it her Probably, pop. yeah, it's just some, some corsetry involved. Yes. Yeah. She she had a great look. <laughs> I loved her jowls and scowls. That's like that's all that's that's a great look going she, on. She had permanent evil eyebrows. She did. They were they were just like part of her face. I just draws it to look like my own mother. Yeah exactly. <laughs> that's probably right. <laughs> the time has come to claim the sword of the ancients. I hate to mention this, but I think you're trapped. Correct. Yeah, so they're all uh, jacked to go get this sword of the ancients, apparently. Although we don't know about this yet, but they're like, hey, we got bodies. Let's go, like, cause some problems. (laughs) Yeah, they just seem like mean old people because they didn't really have the monstrous or uh, revenant quality that I was expecting from them. No, but they did some great levitating. Yeah. I really enjoyed the levitating. Well, He-Man, to uh, be able to fight back, tries to transform. And I like that they're, everybody there can know, it's it's fine, can know that he's He-Man. But he still has to go find a little column to dart behind. <laughs> sure. Well, now that we have that, you know, like raven robots that are spying on I guess everybody. that's true. So El Tor can be looking anywhere. He could be like a creeper. So, the question is, is like, um, I don't what, if they see a robot raven, is that like a normal thing? <laughs> or is it just like, ah, it's a raven there? Um, Man-at-Arms created an artificial human being, so it's kind of hard to impress them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All in a day's and work. And I controlled the weather. <laughs> <laughs> he probably just sees him and thinks it's Zor, and he gets excited for a second. <laughs> yeah, he oh, probably would take orders from it, if only Skeletor knew. <laughs> That would be a great plot. Kill He-Man. <laughs> you you okay, have the Falcon. So. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. Yes. <laughs> I believe he said kill Orko too. <laughs> Make Tila peel some t- potatoes. <laughs> Okay, so so they're trying to get out and they block them in or whatever. I do enjoy the giant ape-looking thing. That's a pretty good them. spell. Yeah, but they summon Aru the Protector. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's really good. He was a gigantic blue gorilla who thankfully wore underpants. <laughs> I said he was a dog demon with horns and studded bracelets procured from the city of Ancients Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He he was great. He was really good. He had a lot of he had a lot of character and interest. Hello, Porter. There you go. So the dog is looking at everyone and wanting pets, much he like Aru did. He heard the word dog. <laughs> Not talking about you, dog. <laughs> so they struggle with that uh, giant for a while and manage to uh, get some sort of rope system to get out of there. Orko... Yeah, Orko went up and dropped the rope down. Yeah, and Orko had a little bit of trouble because the giant swatted... Or they, no, the, the uh, evil rulers shot him with a little power blast, and so Orko temporarily lost his magic. He had to like walk on the ground. It was kind of funny. Yeah, he, he got caught <laughs> by the eighth guy, and He-Man got him out. He was diminished. Yes. But then they used teamwork to get out of there. Swinging on ropes. And I would say that 
Aru probably could have stopped them. They were having a lot of trouble with him, but he just didn't have any hustle. He just seemed like confused about what he was supposed to be doing there. Yeah, he just gave up. He just like, well, I'll just stand here and shake both of my fists, <laughs> which I did like. He didn't just shake one fist. He shook both of them. Yeah, like, couldn't he jump up and grab He the couldn't even stand up in there. He was too big for the room. He was yeah. bent over the whole time. So now like Aru is permanently kenneled in this room that is just too, like, does he disappear after a while? I hope so. We need to talk to the City of the Ancients Humane Society about this. Many centuries ago, the sword of the ancients was thrust into a boulder of pure quartz, deep beneath Snake Mountain itself. That is where you will find Demos and Torella. So yeah, our, our thoughts on this Sword of the Ancients. I, I do love that uh, Sorceress had to undercut any sense of drama by saying, like, okay, well, this is important. You got to stop them from getting this sword because it'll be bad if they get it because it's the second most powerful sword after mm. yours, He-Man. So it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, if they fight him with a sword, He-Man will still win. So you don't have to worry about that anyone. Did, did they say that? I thought it was equal with it. She said it was, like, second only to yours, He-Man. Like, it was something really, uh, okay, okay. it was really, like, is the sword not a fact of power? Almost as much as you. I don't know. We'll have to. Yeah. Look. <laughs> we'll, have to we'll have to find the clip. That sounds about right. Yeah, we you're can't understand much of what she was saying. I, it took me a long time to figure out she was saying the word quartz. That's a really hard word for her to say. Quartz. Yeah. <laughs> In casting quartz, but it's snake mountain. She didn't talk like that. But. Is quartz really that hard? I don't think it's that hard. It just just so so you can see through it. Is that the problem? I think so. I think that you want to be able to see, see okay, the sword. All right, all right. And also, quartz just sounds like something that Evil Lynn would have gotten off of QVC. Like a sword encased in quartz and you just order it from QVC and then she's like, I'll give this to Skeletor. They only have 40 left. <laughs> yeah. And then like he, she gets mad at him and so she's like, I'll just put this here. <laughs> it's a deal of the day. <laughs> um, yeah, so they all arrive at Snake Mountain roughly at the same time. And I love how long it takes Skeletor to figure out that he should follow them. Because He-Man shows up, ready to stop Demos and Torella. And Demos and Torella are, like, just just running, trying to find this, like, sword, which they can feel. And they know it's, like, beneath the castle. And it takes a surprisingly long amount of time before Skeletor is like, I'm like, maybe I should go after them and see what they're doing. <laughs> um, well, when they, when they first get there, they jail him in some uh, stalagmites, the ones that come up from the bottom. Sure. And, um... I thought it was pretty funny because they uh, disappear through a secret door in the wall and Skeletor says, that door was never there before. <laughs> He's just very indignant. It's his own house and they know all this stuff about it that he doesn't. <laughs> I, that would that would make you mad, you know? Just imagine somebody finds a secret passage in your own house. And I also really enjoyed how He-Man uh, comes along and freeze Skeletor because Skeletor made a deal with him. So I'll, I'll, he'll tell them, tell He Man where everybody went if He Man lets him out. And He Man's like, I must keep my word. Like, yeah, Do exactly. You? Do you really? <laughs> now keep your word. And you're like, oh, I don't think so. You're, you're, you're good. You're good where you're at. <laughs> yes, and apparently. Oh, he, 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 well, he uh, sorry. Skeletor did say, uh, you'll never get through that wall. It's 40 feet thick. And he just punches it. <laughs> and he just punches it. <laughs> Standard punching animation. Done. He should just go like punching the. Snake Mountain and find other doors. He really should. <laughs> Who knows what he might have about hilarious. punching. That would be hilarious. Like, he's just going around the castle punching walls. <laughs> he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to find doors. It would be like in Castlevania 2 where you throw the holy water on the bricks to see if you can dissolve them. 
It would be nothing like that, but it would be a little like that because you can find things by destroying them. That was the <laughs> that was the connection there. You just ruined Skeletor's home. <laughs> yes, <Okay>. exactly. <laughs> it's very drafty now. Well, it's kind of funny that it's like all their grudges reset every time. Like He-Man remembers nothing Skeletor has done from uh, episode to episode. So it kind of feels weird when He-Man's still mad at Skeletor. It's like, he didn't do anything this time. <laughs> right? He's just being rude. <laughs> he was just being rude. It was foretold that I would join with another mighty sword. And that one has now appeared. They do become one. And help He-Man to defend Eternia. And then so they finally are, are all meeting up here in the sword room. And, uh... And Demos is like trying to get the sword and he's trying and maybe he can. And then um, He-Man drops his own sword just haphazardly and then <laughs> runs to the new sword, pulls it out, no probs. And then um, even though Demos had already set a spell like like that was going to command the sword, it did no good. And then so like the sword in a magical moment levitates in the air and joins with He-Man's sword. Because apparently they are twin souls swords, sword bros, and... Yeah, the voice explains that. The voice explains it. Of course, of course, it just looks like his old sword. <laughs> it does. They're just two swords. But I was so delighted to hear an inanimate object talking again <laughs> that I was just like, I just loved it. Because we haven't heard this since the Cosmic Comet talked to us and, and creeped us all out with its oh, weird okay. voice. So that was literally the first episode, and we've waited this long to hear something else talk. And then now the swords are like, like, we're swords and we love each other. And they have, like, grown-up time, and then they're one sword. As, as if He-Man needed anything else to make him feel more invulnerable. Like, can't, can't, is he super <laughs> enough? Yeah, he needs another sword. He's like that annoying friend you have, like, and I have superpowers, and I'm not feet tall. <laughs> But president. he actually is those things. He's not. He's not like making it up. That's true. <laughs> and now he's even yeah. more so. And do you think that the swords combining would it, like have any difference on the overall power of the sword? I just feel like it's just like an extra sword. Yeah. Where's the what? What is the nature of the extra power? Is it making He Man more powerful? Does it cut better? Does it break less? Does it shoot things? Can does it tell jokes? Oh, I wish I wish He Man like bulked up or something after it. Like it made him stronger. <laughs> uh, like he uh, like how they dehydrate uh, Hugh like, Jackman, so he looks all veiny and stuff. Well, yeah, well, like or like just like close up on his close up on his bicep or something. Like in that shot where he's holding the sword, <laughs> and like it goes together, and then he gets it back, and it just like his muscle just grows a little bit. Yeah, I wanted to see him look like a, a gross veiny super bodybuilder instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who wants to see that? That's horrifying. I just, just everything. I want to see like his, just like, a, like a vein in his forehead. Just go on. <laughs> yeah. I want to see like his foot flexing with his toes and they're just rippling with veins and muscles. Just, just mm-hmm. everything. He, he gets like the 12 pack abs. <laughs> Have you ever noticed a vein in your forehead? I noticed one in mine like recently and I'm just asking. Was it when you were angry? I was angry. Yeah, I was angry and I was crying. So <laughs> this is a, this was a work thing. I did not have the cereal project. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know my <laughs> life. This was at Aqua Aerobics today. I'm totally lying. I'd be like, "Oh, you need to get out of the deep end." 
and no, no, no. Anyway, no, but I noticed it. I have this weird patch like in the upper corner of my forehead that comes out when I like when it's really it's really like Hulkamania time. And I was surprised. Give him the big boot. I was I didn't know. I didn't know that that it would happen, but it did. The very power we were looking for took us over and controlled our spirits. Exactly. Now you've seen what it is to serve the forces of evil. Is that what you want? I want no part of it. Oh, yeah, I just want to say before oh, that. Oh, yes. <laughs> the, 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 what, what's their names? Una and Aaron. Una and Aaron. Oh, yeah. They're like, we're sorry. We admit <laughs> we admit what we did wrong. And they're like, okay, come to the come to the safe side with us. And they're like, and then they say, okay, like, like I don't. They all, like, hey, man's like, really into it. It's like, and I'll give you a ride. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, Yeah. And he's like, you'll enjoy the bright side of Eternia. She says, it looks brighter already. <laughs> la, 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 la. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, it's okay to break the law as long as you admit it. You almost and upset you go, the power yeah. balance on the <laughs> entire planet. You almost gave Skeletor... You almost let these rulers who are more powerful than Skeletor rule all of Eternia, but you're sorry. Yeah. It wasn't them, though. It was the mass. It wasn't their fault. Well... They, of course, it's their fault. They're just yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. They right, put right. on a mask. Okay, you're not actually defending them. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, but it was the mask. But, but it was they, also they admitted they were wrong, and that takes courage, which is true, I suppose. It was a fun. I, I actually liked the little moral sequence at the end. I thought Orko had a pretty good, pretty good joke when she told him he needed to disappear, and he did the spell, and it accidentally made Tila disappear. And then he was like, "It's like, but I'm sorry." It was a pretty good little joke. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. Yeah, it was cute. Oh, I liked it. Oh my god! Yeah, it was nice to see Tila at the end, though. I did, yeah. I was surprised. I've been surprised by um, how much I've enjoyed her in the series. She's funnier than I remembered, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I like Tila. Is she ever going to wear that armor that she wears? And is her action figure? I, was I don't just curious think about this. So I really enjoy that too. She, yeah, she's got like the snake. Yeah, like armor. a snake armor. It looks like a like a uh, catcher's uh, chest thing. <laughs> it looks really cool. Oh, I never related to that, but it does look like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just for the toy. I think, actually, I was reading about this. I'm seeing if I can remember. You know, they had a lot of character designs uh, and ways they could go with different characters. Mm-hmm. And I think she was originally supposed to be like an evil warrior, and she had sort of a snake thing going. And then they ended up just make, putting her on the good and she, side. And it was already in production for, like, the toy, and they're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. It. Just go with it. Like, what about this guy with a mustache? Still, just leave it. Yeah. He doesn't have a mustache, but he has a mustache in the show, and you're like, eh. Just 30 leave. years later, we'll make it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, shall, shall we discuss our our scores? Our scores for this for this episode? I gotta say, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, this was a fun I thought it was one. a well, really well written one. So, so how many how many masks of power out of five is that worth to you? I would give it a like a good 4.3. Yeah, I'm going to go Four because I thought it was a really solid story and it was well written, but I really need the um, tacky appearances of all my action figures to really move it up past four. I think. <laughs> okay. What was yours? A four. Yours is a four. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was gonna go. I, 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 Scott didn't care what yours was. No, no, <laughs> no. I was just. I was just. <laughs> he was listed when I said mine. <laughs> I what did. was hers? What was hers? <laughs> what was hers? Four point two. Oh. It wasn't. Was it? What was it? What was Don't it? Worry about it. So what was it? This is we actually keep track of these. It really matters. Three. 
Really? Because I thought it was 4.2. <laughs> oh, was it? Did I say 4.2? It's more about our own story. We're recording this so we can figure this out later. I'm going to say uh, 3. Point, uh, I'll go 8. Okay. okay. 3.8. What, yeah. was, what was lacking? Yeah, no new characters. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, there's new characters, but they weren't. They were. They went to the good side afterwards. So. Okay. And you'll probably never see them again. You want more evil warriors? They just took them to the good side to put them in jail. <laughs> to put them in that mine with uh, Jarvan. Yeah, there you go. You can do magic, right? Mine these ore. But I can smell your poots. Because <laughs> you don't have a robe. <laughs> Let me teach you the dark arts of gases. <laughs> the dark farts, some call it. <laughs> no. Well, on that note... Um, yeah, good good times. We enjoyed it. Yeah, well, before we conclude this, I, I believe that Scott needs to give us some important hints for how to play Tappers of Grayskull. Yeah, Scott and I have been playing this He-Man mobile game, Tappers of Grayskull, like crazy people. And I think I'm doing it right, but Scott is just light years ahead of me on this game. And I don't know if he has devoted half of his life to it, if his children have eaten lately. I don't know how he's so far ahead. So I thought he might favor us with some tips on how to play this game and maybe get Rebecca excited enough that she will play this game so we can be competitive with her also. Nah. <laughs> Pass. Pass. Why won't you play uh, this game? I... I okay, don't play this game just just simply because I don't like my phone and I don't like okay. touching it, using it. It's a it's it's an albatross around my neck, and so I don't like games on my phone because I don't like my phone trying to fool me into thinking my phone is fun when I know it's not. It's chores. And you don't like casual games. You you like Fallout and stuff like that. Well, I mean, you know, I play The Simpsons Tapped Out That's still, true. but I've played it for like three years, and I like just want to keep playing it for the Longer Halloween. Than that. <laughs> Four years, five years. I played it a long time. Oh my god, almost five years. Yeah, five years. But it's mainly for the Halloween season. Like that's what I, when I get excited about playing it. Anyway, it's a, it's a good reason. But anyway, that, that's sorry. My, you should talk about it though, because yes. uh, y'all have gotten people very jacked up about this. Game. Yeah, I, give give us give us some some good tips. How do how do we how do we collect more money? How do we do better? Just. What do you think we need to know that you're doing that we're not doing? <laughs> I really doing? don't know any like certain strategy or something like that. I just I uh I I've gotten lucky with artifacts. Uh-huh. And so you you have to when you get to a certain point and you start slowing down by getting getting less money mm-hmm. and you know you're you're not building up your characters and you're actually like stuck, you need to time travel. Okay. And so you get magic keys. Okay. And then when you get magic keys, you can you can buy more artifacts. And then you build up your artifacts, so then you can build up your damage per second or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And then once you build that up, you can start off the game pretty much with like... I start off the game now with like $50 billion or whatever <laughs> it is. <laughs> 50 big Bs. Uh-huh. Um, so that I basically start off the game and I can build up He-Man and, I'll, and I can get like six characters right off the bat. So it just like flows through the beginning part real easy. So within like... 30 minutes I can get up to 400 and I can time travel again if I need to or something like that. So you just keep building up to get to time travel to get more artifacts. To get more artifacts. So, and that's that's what's worked for me a lot is um and I use Battle Cat. So I can just hit Battle Cat and it goes for like a minute and a half 
So it's pretty long. So I get a lot of I get a lot of uh, money from that. Okay. But then, uh, yeah, do tournaments and get as high as you can in a tournament because that just means that you get more stuff. You get and once you start getting weapons, uh, then that's when they do their their special moves. So then that, that even helps you out even more. I didn't know that's why it was happening. Okay, yes. so what I'm hearing, if I'm going to summarize, when you first play the game, you're not going to want to time travel and lose all your stuff. But that's an essential part of the game. That's just part of it. If you're going to want to, you it, can't it, it, not it time hurts. travel. The, this, the, so so after this, the, fir- the first time that you do it, so the second round is rough. But after that, that's just you're, doing you're, business. You're just, yeah, you're keep, you keep getting it up. Okay. Well, thank you for these tips. We're I gonna, just want to say the artwork on it is... It is e- good. It's fun. Even, even just to look at it, it's fun. I think I've mentioned in our newsletter, the reason I play is I just like to look at it. I, it's like my little He-Man Aquarium. So if anybody tries these tips on this game and you've had success or you think what Scott's saying is total lies and it's still not working... Yeah, please tell me how to, how to, how to do better. Yeah, then, then, then let us know. And Rebecca is downloading it as we speak. Yes. <laughs> I am not. I'm Instagramming a picture of Man-at-Arms... Hucking cherries. Hucking cherries. Uh, throwing cherries. Yes. You may have heard Re- Rebecca's uh, cherry obsession. cherry mouth through this whole episode. <laughs> so They're in season. <laughs> Halloween Don't worry season. about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's our show for today. We want to thank you for listening. And please remember, men-at-arms can teach you how to cook and do dishes. I punched and I kicked and I'm lazy and all